0: It's been said that there's none so blind as the one who will not see. And really, that's what 2 Corinthians chapter 4 is all about. It is about people who see as opposed to those that are spiritually blind. That's 2 Corinthians chapter 4 that Roger was reading from. And as we think about 2 Corinthians chapter 4... There's a couple of observations I'd like to make that I think will be helpful to all of us. The first observation is this 2 Corinthians 4 1 through 6 deals with service that is God honoring. Service that is God honoring. I want to honor God by the way I live my life, don't you? 2 Corinthians 4, 1-6 is about service that is God-honoring. But not only is it about service that is God-honoring, and you can see that with words like ministry and serve in 2 Corinthians 4, 1-6. But it's also about the blessing and motivation that we have to serve God acceptably even when there's a lot of people who may not see because they choose not to. So let's look at both of those concepts, both of those observations. How do we serve God acceptably, first of all? Let me suggest that there's five characteristics of acceptable service that Paul talks about in these verses, 2 Corinthians 4, 1 through 6. The first one is this, a characteristic of God-honoring service is that service is to be done with heart. With heart. You see that? We do not lose heart, 2 Corinthians 4, verse 1. Acceptable service is with heart. When we have something of the joy and enthusiasm that the young people had in singing praise to God and pew packers, I think it's a step in the right direction for us as adults. Think about that. With heart. With heart. I wonder how many Christians are demoralized. I wonder how many Christians have just run out of steam. Service that is God-honoring is done with heart. After all, we've been given the sacrifice of Jesus and the New Testament. And if you go back one chapter, the 2 Corinthians chapter 3, Paul has just gone to great lengths to show how greatly blessed we are by Jesus in the New Testament. Therefore, we do not lose heart second characteristic of service that's well pleasing to god service that's well pleasing to god is genuine and transparent it's genuine and transparent look at second corinthians chapter 4 verses 2 and 3 in second corinthians chapter 4 verses 2 and 3 he says Godly service is genuine and transparent. That's really what he says, just in slightly different words. First of all, he puts it in a negative way. We have renounced disgraceful and underhanded ways. Wouldn't it be great if every child of God in their service renounced what was disgraceful and what was underhanded? That never acted in any way that would be deceptive or arrogant. We've renounced that. We've refused cunning ways, he goes on to say. There may be some people that think they're serving God and they're doing it with disgrace or with cunning or in an underhanded fashion, but Paul says that's not what acceptable service to God looks like and it's not what my ministry has been about over the years. He says further, we do not tamper with the Word of God. That's really good to look at in 2 Corinthians 4, verses 2 and 3. We don't tamper with the Word of God. That means we don't falsify things that it says. We don't water down what the truth of God is about. Few things could be more serious than being involved in the service of God and living disgracefully and in an underhanded way and intentionally abusing God's Word. So, the idea of being genuine and transparent will always be crucial in God-honoring ministry. Number three. Notice this characteristic. When we talk about God honoring ministry, this was true then and it's true now and it'll be true until the Lord returns. These characteristics. Godly servants do not lose heart, they keep on keeping on. Godly servants are genuine and transparent. Godly servants, 2 Corinthians 4, verses 3 and 4, exhibit this third characteristic. They are penetratingly perceptive. They are perceptive. There are three words I'd like for you to jot down from 2 Corinthians 4, verses 3 and 4. The first word is veiled. Remember, this passage deals with the ability to see, and there's none so blind as those who will not see. Well, if the gospel is veiled, it's veiled to whom? In 2 Corinthians 4 and verse 3. Those who are perishing. Second word, blinded. Blinded. By whom? The God of this world. Third, look at another expression. They are veiled. Their vision's been veiled and they've been blinded and they have been kept from seeing the light. As God's people, we need to have perception not everyone, as glorious and beautiful as the gospel is, can see it. Have you ever wondered why? Why can't they see this? Veiled, blinded, and kept from seeing. Aren't you glad that the power of God, though, is greater than the power of Satan? And that people who couldn't see... Can come to see. Remember something about that from Paul's life? Wasn't he blinded for a time? Literally. But he came to see Christ. The gospel is powerful. That brings me to a fourth characteristic of acceptable service, of God-honoring service. Here it is. God-honoring service exalts Jesus Christ. Verse 5, God honoring service exalts Jesus Christ. What do you mean by that? Well, look at verse 5. We preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus as Lord and ourselves as servants for his sake. The exalting of Jesus and what he has done on our behalf, what he's continuing to do in interceding on our behalf. Hebrews 7 and verse 25. Now look at verse 6. A fifth characteristic. Talking about acceptable service. We use the gospel to shed light concerning the knowledge of God we use the gospel to shed light concerning the knowledge of God. Well, whether you are really young as a Christian or have been one for many years, Waylon talked about how one of his daughters, I suspect it was, asked about how long some of our 90-year-olds had been Christians and how they became Christians. That would be an interesting question. Group of stories, don't you think? Because everybody has a story who's come to Jesus about responding to the gospel. But let me share with you this now. God didn't just say, this is what acceptable service and ministry is going to look like now until the end of time, though that's what He says. He also deals with Blessing and motivation while we seek to serve Him in ways that really honor Him. Look at the passage. Because no matter what Paul is talking about, he will always talk about an awesome God. And even though he's talking about acceptable service and having the ability to see things from God's perspective, he's got to talk to people about God. Five blessings from God as we serve Him. Number one, we receive ministry by the mercy of God. Don't you imagine it's going to be mighty hard to fail when we really talk to others about the God that we love and we think about His mercy being with us every day. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Psalm 23. There is the mercy of God to help us in the service of God. Number two. This is so important. Paul mentions the Word of God. I mentioned negatively how he'd renounced some things and refused some things, but he says that we openly declared the Word of God and that we also presented ourselves in such a way as to appeal to the consciences of all men The mercy of God, the word of God, the sight of God. Verse 2. There was an awareness of God's watchful eye in His life and ministry. We should be aware of that too. Continue with me. Look, if you will, at verse 4. Because he refers to the image of God, even Jesus. Jesus will be with us too. God will be watching and Jesus will be with us. The image of God. Now look at verse 6. The knowledge of the glory of God. The knowledge of the glory of God. What blessings, what gifts, what help for serving. So if you and I lack heart, if we lack energy, if we lack focus, 2 Corinthians 4, 1 through 6 is a passage to think about and pray about because I'm glad we've got God's mercy, aren't you? I am so glad about that, that we have His Word, that He has spoken. I am glad that He sees us and that the image of God is with us, Jesus. Jesus. Thanks for listening. It may be that someone needs to come to Christ tonight through faith, repentance, and baptism. If you have not, why do you wait, my friend? You can have great service and be used with great purpose by God who blesses as no one possibly could. Let us stand and sing.